We're going to be in Romans 12, but I'm actually going to start in 1 Corinthians uh, 12 this morning because I want to kind of show where we've been, where we're going, and um, before I pray to, as, as always, I'm going to be more teaching rather than preaching, and so I'm encouraging you, if you have a question, if I skip over something, if you... If I, if I reference a verse and you go, ah, where, where was that? Because um, you point that out to me, stop me, please. Um, just go ahead and you know, raise your hand or, or whatever. I know it's different in the middle of church, but I, I want you to get this. And it's not, I don't normally, this isn't my normal style. It's, it's a stretch for me. But um, I'm excited. I, and I really, really um, hope that everyone is, is going to grasp this. And where we're going from here is even more exciting than where we've been. So... Um, let me pray before I forget and just keep on rolling through everything. Lord, thank you so much. Thank you for your word that you've left to us. Um, and that it still speaks to us today. It is, it's absolutely historic. It's absolutely accurate, Lord, but it still is living. And it teaches us and it molds us and shapes us. So, Lord, thank you for that. And thank you that your spirit is with us, that you haven't left us without a teacher, without a comforter, without... A uh, one who will come walk alongside of us, and so Holy Spirit, please come and and put these together today, the Word and the Spirit, so that we will grow up and be everything we should be in You. And in anything that You can do to use me, use my words, uh, please do. Um, if there's anything that's not of You, Lord, strike it down. Don't let me say it. Put your mouth, your hand over my mouth, or let it fall before it ever gets to anyone's ears. But Lord, I pray that you will absolutely use me and let it come forth. And Lord, I, I pray that it will not just bring knowledge to us, but it will, abs- it will actually change us. It will, it will show us things of, of who we are, who we need to be, and how we need to relate to you and to one another. Lord, thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. So we, we've been talking about, and um, again, I've used these these words just so that we can define terms and talk, you know, you can know what I'm talking about, but other people have used different terms and that's fine too. Um, so I've, I've talked about the ministry gifts. What we've done is talked about the apostle, prophet, evangelist, and pastor, teacher out of Ephesians 4, right? So we're going to start today on what I've, um, I'm calling the motivational gifts out of Romans 12, okay? And then we'll go into the manifestations. Let me just... Um, I don't think I've shown you where I get that that phrase. Um, in 1 Corinthians 12, um, starting verse 7, it says, But to each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. What, what is that? Does anybody have a synonym or a definition for manifestation? A demonstration? Good. Yep, it shows up. It's an, it appears. It shows up. Good. Okay. So, um, so this, how I'm seeing this is how when the Spirit shows up, when the Holy Spirit shows up, this is how He manifests Himself. If the Holy Spirit is in a meeting, if the Holy Spirit is with you, this is what should be happening. And the result will be the fruit. Okay? So, um, this, these are the manifestations. Okay? And um, it says, For one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to the other word of knowledge, according to the same Spirit, to another faith, uh, by the same Spirit, another gifts of healing, uh, to another effecting of miracles, another prophecy, to another dis- distinguishing of spirits, 
and uh, to another various kinds of tongues and interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, dis- distributing to each one individually, just as He wills. All right. But for a little bit, we are going to be on the um, uh, what I'm calling the motivational gifts. Uh, prophecy, service, teaching, exhorting, giving, and mercy out of Romans 12, motivational gifts. Now, I'll, you'll see here in a minute, hopefully, if I do my job correctly, why I'm calling it a motivational gift. Um, but let's, let's start with Romans 12.1, if you'll look at that with me. Because I, I believe there's a reason that, that Paul includes the motivational gifts and starts out the section like this. Therefore, I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. For through the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment, as God has allotted to each a measure of faith. For just as we have many members in one body, and all the members do not have the same function, there's that word body again, so we who are many are one body in Christ, and individually members of one another. Since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, each of us is to exercise them accordingly. If prophecy according to the proportion of his faith, if service in serving, or he who teaches in his teaching, or he who exhorts in his exhortation, he who gives with liberality, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. Just pause there. So I believe, and this is something I, I keep, I, I try to tell you when I I'm, I'm, feel like I'm stepping a little bit out on a limb, okay? Uh, this, is what, this is what I really believe about these motivational gifts. This is what I've seen happen. I can't prove it biblically. If someone has anything different, let me know. I'd be happy to recant. But this is what I believe, is that within each one of us, when you are born, um, you have at least one of these gifts that God has put in there. More than likely, you have two or three. One is going to be more prevalent. But all of us, whether you are Christian or whether you're not a Christian, you have these gifts within you. Okay? Let's, let's, think, let's think about that for a second. Um, you often... Uh, did anybody have any teachers that have been really, really good teachers, but they weren't Christian? Okay. What about, I was thinking about this earlier today as a good example, giving. There are some people that are very, very fabulously wealthy that love to give. You know, I think about Bill Gates, right? Lost as a goose. And, we, and pray that he will, he will come to know Jesus and, and, and accept him as his savior. He's, he's on the other side of the, right now, but you know, Lord willing, he'll come. But he loves to give. What, what, what's that word that people like to use for that? A philanthropist. I'm going to turn you guys into Greek-speaking folks yet. Phila- philanthropist. What, 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 is, what is a philanthropist? Break that into two words. What? Uh-huh. Which is what? Love and anthrop- anthropos? Man, thank you. Yep. So a love of people, love of mankind. So, right? So he's a philanthropist. He, he, he loves, loves people and loves to give. All right? But 
And, and you, can, you can think about that with, with all of these people that um, have these gifts who, who serve and they, they, um, you know, they teach or, or you know, a lot of times counselors, you know, um, uh, psychologists or sociologists are great exhorters. You know, and different people, coaches are great exhorters a lot of times. A lot of them don't know the Lord for anything, right? So they have these gifts within them, but they need to have those gifts sanctified to be brought into the church. Okay, that's why I believe Paul starts it out, um, therefore present your bodies as a living and holy sacrifice, because then he's going to talk about the body and us being all members of the body. And what, what did Jesus do? He presented his body, right, as a sacrifice so that we could be members of his body. And then he kind of expects us to do the same thing, right? But if you think about it, when you look at these motivational gifts, what, what happens is, is this, these end up being the lens through which you see most of life. All right, I'll talk about that here in a little, well, let me give an example of that. <clears throat> um, I, I think, for me, probably uh, one of my top ones is, is, the, is this one today, prophecy. I remember when I was a kid in high school, uh, they would give these, like, personality tests. I don't think it was, like, an official disc test or, you know, one of those. But I always came out to be the party animal. And you guys who know me go, right. <laughs> but that's, that's what it came out to be because they had all these questions like, oh, you, you follow your feelings more than anything. I'm like, well, yep, yeah, I do. You know, because to me, I'm like going, I try to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit inside of me and what, what he is um, showing me and I'm feeling and sensing to do, that's what I do. But for the world, it's like, well, he's the party animal. He just goes with what he feels. And he does, right? Okay. So it's a, but it, it comes to that. Um, you, that's the lens that um, that you see a lot of life through. Now, having said that, because these are gifts that need to, that are within us that need to be sanctified, a lot of times those gifts have a negative side to them. Okay, does that make sense? And so, when we come into God's kingdom, and we when we come into the the body of Christ, when you come into the church, those things need to be sanctified or else what happens is you bring a bunch of junk and you start trying to exhibit that, that motivation, that gift, and without it being sanctified, it causes a mess. And we don't want that. Let me, let me give you an example. Let's, let's kind of stay on the, the giving track. Let's say Bill Gates decided to become a member of our church. Okay, and he, he walked in the door and, and he said, you know what, anything you need to do, I'm going to underwrite it right now. I'm, I'm going to start with a $100,000 check, drop it in today, and anything you need to do, that's, that's, uh, I'll do it. Just, just let me know what it is. And everybody goes, yes. And then he says, okay, but um, because that, that check is going to go to partly to your salary, I, you only get to preach what I tell you you can preach. Or... You say, oh, well, um, oh, you want to uh, do some, some upgrades, some you know, renovation on the building? I'm going to hire the designer. I'm going to tell you the colors. And I'm going to tell you exactly how you can do that. And you start to go, oh, all these strings don't sound very good, right? 
But that's how that gift can come in. That's one of the negative aspects of giving is when there's strings attached. Because when, as the body of Christ, when you come, you give to the Lord, right? It's, hey, Lord, it's yours. Do with it whatever you want to, right? Right? But that's how that gift can come in. And if it's not sanctified, if it's not brought under, uh, you know, like, like Romans 12 starts out, it's not offered up as a sacrifice to the Lord, then it can become something negative. And that's why, um, as we go through this, what, I, um, I, what I'm really excited about is I want everybody to see, okay, these are, these are, these are my gifts. This is, this is what the Lord has put inside of me so that you can start operating in those more, but also that we can, if there's anything that hasn't been laid at his feet and said, you know what, um, I want to fully get this uh, to be able to be used by you. And what that is is offering it as a sacrifice so the Lord can give it back and fully use it. Let's make sure that that happens also. So my, my hope, my prayer is that um, as we go through these, that we're all going to just grab hold of and say, you know what, yeah, that's me. Or, uh, you know, that's my number two. I need, to, I need to get better in that. Or maybe it is a, hey, I would, I would really like to be used in that gift. And um, we not only, I, did, I forgot to say this, gifts also um, can be imparted. Um, if, you, if you recall in 1 Timothy 4, um, Paul encourages Timothy to... Um, uh, to uh, stir afresh the gift that is, was in him as imparted to him by uh, the presbytery, the elders. So it, gifts can, can be imparted, but, or a lot of times, um, you know, pastors or you know, apostolic people, pro- prophetic people um, will be able to spot a gift in, this, in somebody and say, okay, you've got that, now stir it up, start using it. All right, are we hopefully on the same page? We'll... Um, so let's talk a little bit about prophecy, the gift of prophecy. Now, we, um, oftentimes when you hear prophecy, and, and I'm, I'm going to say we because I'm included in this, we oftentimes think of a foretelling of the future or um, something very, very specific. Um, when somebody just jumps into and automatically they can read your mail and they know exactly what, what all you've done and what all you're going to do and... And that's not necessarily true, all right? Let me um, try to help define uh, prophecy just a little bit. Um, in 1 Corinthians 13, it says, if I have, uh, this is uh, verse 2, if I have the gift of prophecy and know all mysteries and, and have and all knowledge, and I have all faith so that as to move mountains that do not, do not have love, I am nothing. Really, prophecy a lot is knowledge. Not teaching knowledge, okay? Not knowledge that you've gained by, by um, learning, but it is, um, I will, in what I believe, it, it is a, um, you're hypersensitive to the spirit realm. Even before someone gets saved, they will oftentimes, um, they, they'll be able to read people really well. They're very perceptive people. You might find a lot of these people, even who aren't saved as, um, uh, um, boy, the word just left, uh, you know, like, like a president or a governor or somebody will, will have an advisor, right? 
they, they're, not, they're not the ones uh, putting all the nuts and bolts together. They're not saying, you know, having everybody here, you go here, the, you know, and, and running the office. But there's someone who's going to sit beside him and say, that guy's good, don't trust him. That lady over there, you should listen to. That one over there, no. You know, don't let them anywhere near your office. Because they, they are very, very sensitive to what's going on. They can read people really well. They understand things very quickly and very easily. And a lot of that is that prophetic gift with, within people that they are able to, to grasp things that they, they, they understand. Like, like they, they'd be able to play poker really well. They can pick up on stuff. And it's that, that perceptive or they might be able to walk into a room and say, you know, the people are against you in this room. Or they might say, hey, everybody loves you here. You know, go ahead and, and speak whatever you want to. But they're, they're picking up what I believe is they're picking up a lot of what's going on in the spirit realm, even if they're not a Christian. Now, they're not informed by the Holy Spirit, but they're just sensitive to those things. Now, because they are sensitive to those things, a lot of times they're wondering, okay, how am, I, how am I getting this? How am I understanding this? So you'll find a lot of prophetic people before they get to be Christians. What, what I've found, um, they, uh, they'll, a lot of times they'll, they'll dabble in like witchcraft and stuff. They'll get into, they'll, uh, they might go see a fortune teller or get into like D&D or something like that because they're looking and saying, okay, where am I getting this knowledge or how do I get more how do, I, how do I get in, in touch with this? And they don't know, they don't know Jesus, right? So they, 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 find, they try to find what, what else they, they can. And you know, once they get into the church, they've got to get rid of all that junk, right? And that's a, that's a whole other issue. But um, the prophetic gift, um, once you bring it into the church, what, what you're going to find is, is these people will know what God is saying, all right. No, they'll know what's going on. They'll know what the Lord is saying, and they'll be able to convey that to others. But oftentimes, it will it will not be um, with with like the word of wisdom, word of knowledge, or even distinguishing of spirits. Okay. Let me um, let me give an example. Let me you know, I'll get you right quick, Ruth. So um, you know, one thing I, I've noticed in Lynn, I'm going to pick on you a second, if that's okay. Um, you know, on, on Wednesday nights, a lot of times, Lynn, you'll, you'll see, she'll go, I've got a Bible verse. And it'll be perfect, right? And that, what, what that is, is that she's picking up on something in the Spirit, and she is giving a, a word in season. She's giving a, a word out, and, and is it true? Absolutely, it's the Word of God. Right? Is, is, it, is it applicable? Yeah, absolutely. Is it exactly what God is saying? Yes, absolutely. Is it revelatory in that it's, it's actually, you know, diving into something that is uh, like a word of knowledge or it's, it's something that's unknown and making it known or a word of wisdom, uh, or it's wisdom, you know, coming from, directly from God, that not from man, or distinguishing of spirits? No, it's not. But it's prophetic. It's prophetic nonetheless because it's, it's uh, picking up on what God is doing and sharing something that is, is absolutely biblical and absolutely what God is wanting to say um, and, and doing so directly from the word. Okay, so that is a prophetic act. It's, a, it's, it's prophecy 
even if it is not what we might think of as, you know, somebody directly reading your mail. Yeah, Ruth? Okay. All right, great. Just whenever. Um, all right. Where was I? Let's see. Um, so, prophecy. Um, you know, I've, I've mentioned this before, but let me mention again that, um, you know, a lo- with a lot of these gifts, I think this, this analogy can apply. But um, there, it's like there, there are two streams or two rivers coming from the throne of God, okay? Like I said, I mentioned this before, but one is, is very, very pure water. It's fast moving. It's deep, okay? Uh, it's got steep banks on the sides of it. And the other one is, is not moving so quickly. It's shallow. Um, there's, there's a lake that... Uh, in Oklahoma that we used to go to, we, call, we end up calling it Dirty Bird. It's, it's Thunderbird, but it's got a, uh, the iron content in the, in the soil is, is very high, so um, it's red dirt, and consequently the, the lake is red. It's very, very, got this reddish tint, and if you, you wear a white bathing suit to the lake, it will come out a different color, <laughs> okay? So but that's kind of the, the idea of what I'm thinking of about this this. Um, shallow, slow-moving stream. It's water, yes, but it's, it's water you may not want to drink. You know, it, it's just dirty, okay? With, with the prophetic um, and with a lot of these gifts, um, what we want to do a lot of times is we want to just get into where we can have control. We want to get into that shallow, slow, easygoing water, right? But it's not pure, and so what, what you end up having is um, a mixed message. You have people that are giving stuff out that they're saying is from God that some of it is true, and oftentimes a lot of it is true, but then you have a mixed message in there that is not true. And it's really, really hard to discern. But what, what I believe um, Paul is saying with lay your life down, off your life a, whole, a living sacrifice is to jump into that swift flowing water. Now, what, what the swift flowing water, this deep and steep sides mean, is it, it's a total commitment. And, you know, by the way, swift flowing water that is deep and, and moving means you could die. But it's a good death because it's a death to everything that's not right within you. Right? But it's a total giving up. Saying, okay, Lord, you know what? I'm all in. Whatever this means, I'm jumping. Okay, it's it's offering yourselves as that living and holy sacrifice, and saying, okay, I know, I know, it's losing, it's losing me, if you will. Okay, losing all the junk within me. It's it's losing my 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 ability to choose for myself. When you jump into that swift flowing stream, but when you do, that's where a lot of the um, it's it's pure. It's pure water. Now, that's not to say you, you still need someone to help train you up in that. As you still need someone. Um, notice in, in 1 Corinthians 14, it says that one person prophesy and let the other prophet sit and judge. Okay? Um, the, uh, 
Uh, I think I don't think I mentioned this a couple weeks ago when I was talking about the prophet. There's not the the Old Testament prophet and the New Testament office prophet are not the same. A lot the same gift, but they're not the same office. The, the Old Testament prophet held the word of God to a huge extent, right? And um, the New Testament prophet, um, they have the same, a lot of the same revelation type stuff. But what what God has put into place is said, look the um, if your other prophetic people and other pastors, elders should judge when somebody prophesies. It's not up to you to judge your own prophecy. Other people should judge it. Okay, because a lot of it you're, you're learning and there's, all, there's that sense of, okay, how some of this could be really good. Others of it, other parts of it, well, you need to judge it. All right? And um, uh, so a couple of things to, to judge that by um, number one is, um, and this is getting into a little bit of the um, the training part, if you will. But uh, when when you give a word, and whether it is with revelation, when I talk about revelation again, I'm talking. Um, the, we'll get into these more in a few weeks. Okay, the word of wisdom, word of knowledge, distinguishing of spirits. It's the word needs to line up with the word of God. All right. First and foremost, it needs to line up with the word of God. If it doesn't, chunk it. Um, some things you're like, well, how does that line up with the word? Also, um, uh, Paul says that it should be um, building up, okay? It should be um, uh, encouraging or comforting. Or I guess you could have all of the three, okay? Building up, edifying, encouraging, comforting. If it's not, don't give it. That's not, that's not, the, 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 there are times when, you know, office gift people are going to have to give more difficult words, but this, this gift here, when you've got a, uh, office gift, prophetic person, or person who prophesies, okay, um, the, the prophetic people, or um, just someone prophesies, the, the, the words that they give need to be encouraging, edifying, um, comforting, okay, building up, encouraging or comforting in some way. Now, I'll, um, it says that you know the, the spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. Let me let me give you an example. All right, um, uh, someone I know, um, very prophetic person. They um, uh, they were praying for somebody, and the Lord downloaded to them. Uh, that this, I, I believe it was something like this person was in an affair. Okay? When they gave him a word, they said something to the effect of, you know what, the Lord is encouraging you to, to go deeper in him and to, to get out of anything that you need to get out of and to uh, really take hold of him. Okay? They don't, they don't give the entire download, not your job. Okay? Like I said, the, the prophetic deals in a lot of knowledge. You know, a lot of times God will dump a lot of knowledge on you that you're not supposed to say. Right? That's one of the hardest jobs for a prophetic person to learn. Is okay, it, it, it's, You have a filter for a reason. <laughs> Please use it. Okay? You get into that and the Lord, you, you get into the Spirit. And, and I've been actually seeing some stuff differently just recently. Um, there's, a, there's a passage with Elisha where um, the, the, the lady comes who you know, um, uh, he had prophesied his son for, and then the son dies. 
and she comes to him. And um, as she's coming, he says to his servant, he says, there's a problem here, but the Lord has, has kept me from seeing it. The Lord has hidden it from me. So there is an, there's a place that the prophetic person can go that basically you, can, you, you tap into the mind of the Lord. By the way, this is 1 Corinthians chapter 2. All right? um, you tap into the mind of the Lord and he will show you lots of great and wonderful things but hide certain things from you. All right? That's all part of the prophetic gift. But that also doesn't mean you share everything. <laughs> Even, even, if you, even if the Lord downloads it, it's encouraging, it's edifying, it's comforting. All right? By the way, the example I was giving that uh, person came later and said, okay, I know you know more, what is it? And um, they were able to give them a little bit further information, say, okay, you, are you sure? Yeah, okay, here's what it is. And it ended up really bringing that person to, to a point of, of repentance and coming back to the Lord. All right, but when you when you're giving a word, you don't edifying, encouraging, comforting. Okay. Um, let me. Um, so I went over some of the things. Um, that the prophetic gift, uh, some of the, the downfalls. And so let me, let me give a, a few of the, the other um, characteristics, prophetic gift characteristics, where there are um, some misuses of that. So uh, a, lot of, a lot of prophetic people, they, um, they exhibit the same characteristics because that's how they see life, okay? But... Um, they need, this is some ways they need to sanctify and, and to keep themselves um, really kind of on the right track. Uh, a lot of prophetic people, uh, they have a need to express themselves, um, but uh, a lot of times, this is what I was just talking about, they can expose without restoring. It's not, not your job to tear people down. It's okay, it's a, the Lord wants them brought up. Okay? Um, a lot of times, uh, prophetic people can have a quick impression of somebody that also can lead to um, jumping to conclusions about somebody, okay, which you don't want to happen. Because of the na- their nature, they can have an alertness to dishonesty, but they can oftentimes relate harshly to um, people who are still in sin. Well, they shouldn't be that way. You know, don't have anything to do with them. No, 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 love them, okay? Even if you realize they are, they are not in where they need to be yet, you need to love them and encourage them. Um, they're very um, justice-minded. They, they, they're very, very black and white. There, there is no gray. It's either right or wrong. That's it. If you're not in the right, then you're in a mess, okay? And they are the right a lot of times, okay? <laughs> All right, um, they're very justice-minded, but they can be unforgiving if they don't, if they don't, if they just stay in that black and white. Um, a lot of times, they're open about their own faults, uh, which can lead to con- self-condemnation. Um, they they often are people that uh, are wholehearted. They 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 jump in feet first or head first, rather. 
okay? Um, which also can lead them to being impetuous. So, you know, if, if you're a prophetic person, if that's the, um, how you see things, you know, because a lot of times you'll, you'll get that um, prick in your heart. Hey, this is, this is God. And so you just run dead hard into it and you end up in, hitting yourself in a wall instead and raise yourself a goose egg. Um, so that's still, you know, still check everything and still make sure go into it um, prayerfully. Um, they have a, a, oftentimes have a loyalty to truth versus people, which means that they oftentimes will cut off people who don't live up. Okay, so you don't want to do that. All right, you you want to be loyal to the truth, but not at the expense of people. All right, God loves the people too. Um, often they're willing to suffer for what's right. Um, but in that, they might have a, um, they lack tact in rebuke, which goes back to what I was saying a little, little bit ago. You know, you might see some stuff in someone, all right, might, the Lord might make you aware of some stuff, but, um, and willing to suffer for what's right, you might say, I don't care what they think, I'm just going to tell them anyway. No, no, no. You, you, need, you need to um, love, the, love the people, all right? Um, they're oftentimes very persuasive in defining truth, um, but they can have a tendency to dwell on the negative rather than um, to dwell on the positive. Um, oh yeah, that's one thing I need. Sorry, checking my notes here. Um, with with the prophetic um, people, I talked about um, the the two streams, and this goes back to making sure what they're saying is is um, with the word of God. Uh, that will also is a good filter. So um, it, the more that a prophetic person will get into the word, the more that they're uh, the what the Lord will show them will, that the word. Okay. The word will filter out a lot of the junk. Okay, so you need to be in the word. Now, Ruth, did I get hold or do you? Okay. What's your question? That's fine. Maybe. <clears throat> no. <clears throat> thank you. Um, oftentimes, thank, thank you. Appreciate the question. Um, I'm, I'm hoping to change that, honestly, because um, a, lot of the, a lot of the prophetic people, and thank you, I've actually got that in my notes, a lot of the prophetic people um, give prophecy a bad name because for for several reasons. Number, number one, um, they, they operate, as I, I gave those two different things, you know, the, the misuses, right? A lot of times they operate in that or they're operating in those, those shallow streams. 
and that gives the prophetic a really, really bad name. Okay, um, so therefore, the, a lot of a lot of prophetic people are shunned, and very honestly, a lot of um, a lot of the church has kicked out the prophetic um, out of the church. Um, even charismatic churches, even the ones that believe in the gifts, um, they 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 put the prophetic out a lot because um, of what the prophetic does. Uh, one reason I believe that um, Paul has listed prophecy first here in Romans 12 is because um, through the prophetic and through the revelation gifts over here, the other gifts are stirred up. The other gifts start to take form because a lot of the prophetic is, is recognizing those gifts in others. Okay, as, as I mentioned uh, back over here, a lot of times your, your pastors, they, they like their sheep all together. You know, they've counted them, they've put them in groups, they've put them all in their, their, their right stables, you know, they, they've, they've even organized them, you know, these are your striped sheep, and these are your spotted sheep, and these are your black sheep, and your white sheep, right? And they've got them all together. But then, you know, you've got uh, somebody who's prophetic, and really, especially an office gift prophet, will come in and... Um, they will get it, they're so enthusiastic, they get all the sheep stirred up, right? And all of a sudden, they start all going crossways. And the, pro- the pastors go, wait, I just had them all numbered. I was going to go to sleep. What'd you just do to my sheep, right? But that's, that's part of giving that grace that I've talked about before because we all have the gifts that are going to, it, it may run, you know, the, the teaching gift and the exhorting gift may rub each other wrong. Okay? The, the prophecy gift and the mercy gift a lot of times rub each other really wrong. Okay? They really do. Because the, the prophecy gift is, is, is much more the black and white. And the, the mercy gift is saying, oh, but I love everybody. And I want to give to everybody. And I want to serve everybody. Right? And the, pro- the prophet's going... No, 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 no. Get, get going. Get out of that mess and keep, you know, get, right? Okay? And that's where the grace comes in. All right? That's when we, that's when we just love each other and say, okay, I, and you understand where they, they, they're coming from. You're like, oh, that's just the prophetic gift kicking in. I'm going to love them anyway. Right? And the prophet's going, yeah, that's, just, that's just a mercy gift in them. I'm, I'm going to love them anyway. I can't do what they do. They can't do what I do. That's great because we're all part of the body. Okay? <laughs> uh, what type you would have come in this week? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, I get it. I get it. I absolutely get it. Um, so that's where what what I what I want to see with all of us is that. Um, when we, as we go through these, because, look, no, none of us have arrived, right? I don't care where you are in the spectrum. None of us have arrived. And we all, <laughs> we all, we all need to grow in the gifts that God has given, okay? We all need to grow and, and mature in those, and it takes practice. Any of the gifts take practice. I don't care what it is. I don't care if you're, you're a, you got a high mercy gift and you are um, going to feed, you know, going to the um, homeless shelter or the, um, you know, the 
food pantry, soup kitchen, you know, every, every day, okay? It takes practice. Prophecy takes practice. Teaching takes practice and, and a lot of preparation. Exhorting, you, you don't, sometimes you don't feel like exhorting, okay? It ta- it take, they all take practice to, to do, and that's where I want us to all give each other grace to be able to practice and to say, you know what, um, that, uh, that gift and my gift, we rub each other wrong, all right? But that's where, you know what, you've got, you've got two hands and they're opposites of each other, right? They're mirror images. They're, they're, they're opposite. But you can't, you, you can't grip a, 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 a bat or a golf club with, with just the one. You've got to have both of them, right? You've got to have those mirror images where they, they may be opposite gifts, but if, you don't, if you're not operating with those, both of them, then you've got a body that's not operating to its full extent, right? So we, we all need each other, and that's where I really um, want us to give a lot of grace, especially as we grow, so that if somebody, if somebody gets a word saying, you know, I'm really feeling like the Lord is, um, is saying this, that, that yes, we're judging the word, but at the same time, we're giving a lot of grace to, to be able to say, you know what, praise God they're stepping out. It's hard. It's hard to step out and say, you know what? I think this is right. I don't know. Would you help me? And, and we give them credit for stepping out, even if, even if it's a little bit murky. Um, I think I've told, I think I mentioned before in here, um, I was in a service um, years ago, and I was actually, I was on stage. I was playing um, the, the keys, and um, it was kind of a time like, like we had right at the end of worship, and and uh, see if there's anybody had a word. And the person who was running the meeting looked over at me and said, do you have something? I said, yeah. Yeah, I do. And uh, the Lord had told me that there was a specific number of people in, in the church that night that, um, that, need, that were desiring to go on in the Lord in a certain area. And for that number of people to come, and if you get prayed for, the Lord's going to do it. So what did I do? I got out there and I, did, I totally omitted the number that the Lord gave to me. Why? Because I, I was shy. I was, I was not, I, I had not grown to that level. I was, I was concerned that it was not going to be right. Right? Then I, get, I, I stepped out and I gave the word. But it was kind of incomplete. I said, if, 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 you, um, if you need to do this, then come forward and pray. And I believe that people got blessed, but I, I didn't quite go all the way. All right? And I'm hoping that you know, we'll give the grace to sometimes somebody gets up there and they don't quite go all the way. But you know what? They stepped out. They stepped out in faith. And God's going to use that in order to, to teach them. Ruth, did I get to it? Okay. Because if, if, I, if, I, if I didn't, just... If you have a follow-up or something... Very much. 
Um, so one, one thing I would like to do, and I'm going to ho- hopefully, I know we're getting closer to the holidays between in, all the time between um, Thanksgiving and Christmas is, is a little more difficult to schedule stuff. I've touched on the surface of the prophetic today. Okay? Um, I believe that um, everyone has opportunities for this gift. Okay? These are manifestations of the Spirit. I believe all of these, if, um, if you want to operate in those, you don't have to. And there's going to be some that you operate more in because you've just got the, that level of faith because you prophesy according to the level of your faith. Um, a lot of these, you're going to work them out according to your faith. If you want these, they're for everybody. Anybody can walk in. And when the Holy Spirit shows up, this is what should happen. Boom. Okay? Is it going to happen every time? No. That's all right. But we should be expecting that some of these will happen, all right, when the Holy Spirit shows up. This is not as much for everybody, but I believe if you want it, the Lord will give it to you. Now, you may not, but I believe that you can walk in some measure of this. Um, And you may just be giving some of this type of prophetic word, which is not not revelatory. It's It's not the specific type stuff, like, you know, this is what's happened in your life, and the Lord is using that to go here and, and whatnot, okay, it's going to be a lot, you know, what, what Lynn is given, right? It's going to be, this is the word of the Lord, this is what, okay, what I would like to do sometime in the next, you know, might, might have to wait till after the first of the year, but I want to have a prophetic training, okay, just do it on a Saturday morning, uh, where we can come together, and we can have a little bit more in-depth teaching, on how do we hear, how do we, how do we get into that, of, um, that mode of hearing. Because a lot of it is learning, I, I call it a prophetic antenna. Okay? And you can, you can put them up or you can take them down. You really can. And when, when you learn how to put those prophetic antenna up, you'll start to see and hear a whole lot more. Okay, so I'd like to talk more about that. And um, a little more about receiving words, giving those, those words, and uh, then give everybody a chance to practice. You're like, you can practice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, you can, this, these are gifts that you can just step into any time. I, I was, um, I'm out of time, but um, I remember we, I was at a prophetic deal um, one time, and I was a little bit, I, I also, I was a little bit, um, I was a little leery of it. I was like, okay, is this, is this real? I mean, I, I believe in prophecy, but is it, is it real that you can just step into it? And um, then the Lord showed me, remember when, when uh, Saul was going, a couple times with Saul, actually, um, he got in the, he, he got with the company of the prophets and started prophesying himself. And when you step into that, there's a, there's a stream that comes in and you get into that prophetic anointing and you can and will, if you will, um, if you will open, if you will have the faith and the grace and the, the faith to step out into it. So I'd like to get together, have some more teaching, some time of prayer, and, uh, the, and everybody practice. Practice giving words. And it could be as little as, you know what, the Lord just wants you to know that he, um, he's got really good things for you. Yes, that's, that's you know, but that could mean a whole lot to somebody, somebody who's really depressed, 
That could be, that could be life-changing, okay? So what I'd like to do is this. We have it. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to pray a general prayer, okay? But then what I, what I want to do is I want to activate the gift in those who believe you um, have a prophetic um, gift, a Romans 12 motivational gift here. Um, I want to pray over you specifically, individually, okay? I'll probably just try to be quick, but I want to, um, I want to pray over you, and um, I believe the Lord will give you a word, okay? Don't, I, people think that the, the words, getting words to people are easy, easy, all right? That's, that's, that's like, that's nothing. The impartation of the gift is what's actually even more special and more important, Okay? Um, but if you need if you need a word, the Lord will give give you a word. Okay, so I'm going to pray, and then if you have if you feel like you have a prophetic gift, I want you to come forward, um, and I'm going to uh, pray over you individually. All right. If you need to go, that's great too. We can do it another time. But um, that's that's the plan. Got it? All right. I'm excited. I love you guys, and I'm just so excited for what God's going to do. So. Lord, thank you so much. Uh, Lord, I know I just skimmed over so much here today. I pray that you'll open it into people's hearts and your mi- in their minds and let them just pick and glean from the little bit that I've been able to, to toss out here onto the surface. And um, Lord, I, just, I pray that all of these gifts will be stirred up and that um, as we go through that you will... Speak specifically to each person here what their gifts are and uh, show them how they can begin to use those more and begin to let their level of faith rise and uh, they can go to a deeper level in that Um, and also that they'll be able to um, lay everything down that they need to lay down. So Lord, I I, uh, bless each person with those gifts and with that um, ability. Lord, as, as always, I, I pray a prayer of protection and health and life over each uh, person here today, over the families, over those who are not here this morning. Lord, that the, the seal, uh, the apostolic seal that you have, have placed upon me, that I, uh, I place that upon them for your protection and your provision as, as we go forth. Lord, bring people. Lord, bring them uh, to our feet all the time that we can share the gospel with. In Jesus' name, amen.